Sebastian. Sebastian, you are dressed uh, in a t-shirt. Impeccably. Uh, a t-shirt dress. I was done. Yeah, t-shirt. Just the t-shirt. <laughs> for, for, for the listener, Sebastian is dressed in an oversized, barely neon green t-shirt with the word Billy scrolled across the front. By you. By me. It has to be said. Ten in, seconds ago. Impeccable handwriting. I kind of had to get into character for this episode. Um... <laughs> I've got a lot to accomplish. And you successfully name. dress like a cunt. Story. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Butterflies on the Wheel, where life's array of unsung bastards are finally held accountable for their actions. This week, two of us will present a real-life person they've encountered who has been guilty of some form of mild shithousery. As this week's judge, I will decide who has presented the most convincing case, and the winner will have the right to compete again in next week's podcast. The offences we report here are all the more criminal because they are not recognised as crimes. But that stops with us. Ladies and gems, welcome to the penultimate episode of the wow. series. Ladies and gents, are you a magician for a seven-year-old party? Yeah, or like yes. a seventh grade teacher yes. with like pit stains and adult acne. Okay. You're, you're no judge. You're not fit to judge this court. Honestly, I'm not. <laughs> welcome to this, the penultimate episode of series two of Butterflies on the Wheel. My name is the Honorable Raghu Keshavan, presiding. I'm joined by two morons in the field of... <laughs> Moronans. Um, Sebastian Hendra. Oh, hi. Yes. Present. Mor- moron number one. And uh, Jack Gardner. Oh, hi. Yes. Present. Moron number two. I hate when he does I that. Hate I hate it so much. So much. I know. It's literally... It's he doesn't have an original bone in his body, so he just has to copy everything yeah, that I, I say. say. I'm good. I was on an airplane today. Um, let me tell you something. Trivial crime, people who actually read the airplane magazine. I don't think that's a trivial crime. Shut up, shut up. Shut up. I saw saw a woman open the airplane magazine and instantly, not even read the articles, turn to the back where it has all of the route planner and just stare at the map, at the continents for like a long time. And she was actually reading them. Is it on paper? Yeah, yeah, no, it's like the continents on a paper magazine with the details of the routes that, like, the other routes she could be flying Yo, on. Yo, maybe she just escaped, like, a dungeon. Maybe she was trying not to talk to you. She was with her family, like, her yeah. her very lovely-looking husband family. and daughter. Um, they, she she was not lovely-looking. She, she looked haggard. That's what happens when you spend all of your life in a dungeon and have not seen the light of day in 35 years. Right, I think that's enough... Uh, fucking around i think um, we passed the threshold a few minutes ago i think we passed the threshold about 26 episodes <laughs> the rules are simple one no more than three minutes for opening arguments two the crime must be trivial leave the dup to the actual courts and the big guy upstairs commentary whichever one they believe in in northern ireland these days i have no idea and three the punishment must fit the crime just before we get into the stories, please uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, write into us on Gmail, and subscribe to our podcast on the various and infinite uh, podcasting platforms on which we are available. Question, is Northern Ireland in Ireland? Moving Dear on. listeners, like all Americans, Sebastian needs to take basic geography. I'm um, so fine so far. If you know where Northern Ireland is, please write in. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. We will take anything. Suddenly the letters come flowing in from all corners of the globe. Um, yes. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
uh, mid-Atlantic accent from the 1950s. Why not? <laughs> yeah, sure. Northern Ireland's a thing, see? Send the letter post haste, Sonny Jim, and turn off that blasted radio. We had a we had a b-ball player play from from hailed out of Northern Ireland. Double skip two times on the jiffy. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Fuck me. Uh, wow, we didn't realize we were that bad. <laughs> the police are coming uh, to arrest us, but but before they do, can we get uh, through with the coin toss? Yes. Toying cost. Toying cost, my apologies. There's an ASOS package with ASOS written on one side and nothing written on the other side. Who is the... Oh, it must be Jack, because I was on the last episode, but he's on this episode miraculously. Then ASOS, ASOS, ASOS side up. ASOS please. side up. It is ASOS side down. Fuck Another cr- crushing defeat for Jack Gardner. I'll go first. Um, Shock. Because I want to. Good a reason as any. Sebastian Hendra, step up to the brunch and deliver your... And start Order. eating. <laughs> um, we are going to create a bistro called Butterflies on the Wheel. <gasps> Butterflies on the Meal. Continue. Where all we do is dish. Uh, oh! oh! <laughs> Sorry, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> Might be the that best was... joke you've ever made. Anyway, so um, this happened to me last night. Um, and I don't want to waste time defending my character or anything like that. Because it's indefensible. All the listeners, don't interrupt me. All the <laughs> listeners need to know for this very real legal hearing is that A, I am gay. And B, actually, that's all you need to know. Wait, you don't you, need to know anything else. Are you coming out on the podcast? For the 30th time. <laughs> the only other thing you might need to know is that I'm not just a regular run-of-the-mill gay. I am disgustingly gay like a true fucking offense to god queen and country i can testify to this and i know that not all gays are as gay as me so you might say i give them a bad name but never for a second have i believed that my gayness is intrinsic or theirs is intrinsically (laughs) bad or wrong or immoral yes fine my lifestyle is bad my personal lifestyle is immoral but that shouldn't imply somehow that homosexuality itself is wrong or abnormal or that it requires some kind of explanation. And I cannot stress enough that I acknowledge how base and shocking my inner thoughts and my lived experience are. The number of times a day I think about the filthiest acts should be a criminal offense itself. The it things is. I do to my body, I dare not speak their name. But again, that doesn't mean ha- being gay is out of whack or off piste or in some way anomalous in nature. So imagine my befuddled and steaming chagrin last night when I was sitting with my dear friend at her beautiful chateau in the south of France. Turn up the page. He turneth the page. Turn up the page. (laughs) And was asked to listen to her theory on why homosexuality occurs in nature. Now this really tickles me. No. When breeders think they have something brilliant worked out about my body and my mind, which again are sexual toilet bowls. (laughs) But it's so cute to watch the inferior homo heterosexualis species (laughs) attempt to wax philosophical. I have a theory, she says. Let's call her Karen. What's her name? Karen. (laughs) I have a theory about all homosexuals. And actually, she's South African. um, So she's she's more like, I have a theory. (laughs) I think that Mother Gaia cooked up homosexuality because she she saw a problem in the world. Sorry, South African. Gaia. Gaia. She she keeps referring to Gaia like she's some watchful CEO of planet Earth. Gaia. Gaia saw that the world was too full and overpopulated, so she created the homosexuals. Ah! And it's not just humans. It's birds and frogs, and this has been proven. (laughs) 
And so she makes some people naturally lack the desire to procreate so that she can control the population. Australian. When Australian. <laughs> Karen pauses at this stage to check in with me, <laughs> searching my eyes for approval. Fuck sake. My lips pursed, eyebrows raised, I stare right back and gently intone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Karen. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Karen is invigorated by this. Yeah. So that's why you are gay. The earth is overrun at the minute, so Gaia has made more gay people than ever. And that way, there will be fewer children taking over the planet and using all of Gaia's resources. At this point, I've had enough iced champagne to get into it a bit with Karen. That's a nice theory, Care Bear. One thing niggles at me, though. Haven't homosexuals been around literally forever? And hasn't human population control only recently become an issue? Additionally, just because I want to fuck men in ways that most countries rightfully deem illegal (laughs) doesn't mean I cannot procreate if I want to. You're missing my point, Sebastian. Where is she from now? This is Gaia's plan. Gaia. It does not mean you cannot inseminate to your heart's content or adopt if you want. It's just a natural safeguard for the world. It's good. The homosexuals will save us all. Cue laughter from the rest of the table at this last quip. There was a table? She was saying this in there public. There were other witnesses. When you own a castle, you can say whatever you want. Because this is so funny, Karen. It's so funny. So funny that you are telling me Gaia has chemically castrated me as part of her random population control experiment. But the real crime here <laughs> is making me, a homosexual genius, listen to your fakakta theory as if it's a legitimate piece of evolutionary insight. The speech was actually further pushed on me again when Karen took me aside later and said, you understand what I'm saying, my darling? I don't say it to upset you. It's just the theory of nature. And I, sexual criminal that I am, have to grit my teeth and look back at her smiling, nodding, trying not to think about my new 20-inch dildo I just bought and all the children I will never have. So for the crime of making me listen to her homophobic bullshit, I condemn Karen before the judge jury in this real court. That's Thank you very much. Hilarious. I am weeping. How old is Ka- um, Karen? Karen? Like, let me guess. 80? <laughs> no, no, no. This is the kicker. She's like 40. She's like 42. She moved to this like castle and, and redid it and runs a hotel now. Uh. But she, she's living in, like, the asshole south of France, mm. like, cooking up all of these theories about Gaia, Gaia. And, and her plan for the universe. I've, and this is what she spat back out I've about. never heard of Gaia before, either. How sheltered am I? Well, is Gaia, like, Africa god? No, no. Gaia <laughs> no, is just, like, it's the, the goddess. Greek, yeah. Greek mother earth. Ancient yeah. Gaia. Greek. So oh. would Gaia. 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 G-A-I-A. Really? Read a book. I think this is the problem when people, like, encounter this new age shit and everybody just, like... Oh well, live and let be. Mm. And it's like, no, you can't let morons do whatever they want and believe whatever they want because yeah. then they will inflict it. And women should not have the vote. <laughs> just, I just Sorry. love it though when you do have <laughs> when you do come across. <laughs> Sebastian for, really takes the concept serious. of pay it forward yeah. very seriously. Gay it forward. Every time somebody fucks with him, he <laughs> multiplies the fuckery by about twenty percent. <laughs> that is actually how I live my life. <laughs> and as I've said before i'm trying in th- in this year my resolution was more conflict not less yeah, and it seems like he didn't actually conflict that much with it you kind of suck it up because you were presumably well, staying in her i was her staying hotel. in her chateau uh, so yeah. i mean and she was feeding me iced has, champagne has the words which is called a piscine for those who are wondering no one was has anyone ever heard the words come from someone they're with 
I've got a theory and their heart has not dropped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that was actually the trivial crime that I first thought of was yeah. like being made to listen to anyone's quote unquote theory. theory. Yeah. I've got a theory. I mean, it's like the the base the basic like conspiracy theory bullshit blah 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 but yeah. this isn't even conspiracy no, theory no. this is like natural determinism no, is weeding out your genetics and because the, you're and the thing is that conspiracy theories can often be like quite entertaining this is like you read like the first half chapter mm. of a book misunderstood it got high <laughs> and then decided that the fucking like the drivel that came out of your mouth through that fucking arcane process was enlightened because you were buzzed and the guy you were talking to wanted to have sex with you <laughs> Literally, that's where this comes from. I also like the idea that, yeah, that, that, I followed that. The, the, the implication that there is a divine spirit whose entire plan is to make men love cocks. Yeah. No. Like, no, no, she was talking about women too, though. No, no, she no, was also, talking about all homosexuals and, and she extended it to the animal kingdom as well. Just, just the it's frogs, though, and penguins. Birds and frogs. This birds. has been proven. Also, I like the idea that like this is population control. Like There haven't been like theories of like God doing population control for like 6,000 years. Yeah. Like drowning yeah. everything no, that's the thing yeah. much more effective Dude, that's the thing much that's more true effective. it's basically a biblical yeah, theory it's a biblical theory she... but a shit one <laughs> like, in the bible drown everything except two of everything fine that exactly. will do population control <laughs> i can see that make people gay so that they don't have babies when everybody else can have 46 if they want to yeah, yeah um, and also gay people can still have 46 yeah, <laughs> if they want to i could jack some girl up that is, time. that is definitely the terminology. You better not say that around a girl because girls love it when they say, hey, I'm going to jack you up. <laughs> you but it's not jack. a very biblical punishment. That's my point. It's not a biblical punishment. Like usually it is. And no, it's God's, a biblical idea. Yeah, God exactly. struggeth down humanity with a massive great big flood as opposed to God made John salivate at the thought of Brian's cock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving swiftly on, uh, Jack Gardner, would you like to step up to the brunch and uh, narrate to us your trivial crime? Yes, I will. It's probably. Do you mind if I just eat a couple Doritos quickly? I'm eat sure them real loud. Yeah, that that wasn't as obnoxious as I thought it was gonna. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm worried. Control wor this, Karen. I'm worried now that you. I'm gonna lose this one because Ragu's just concerned that if he gives it to me, then he's just gonna be like. Allowing homophobia. <laughs> yeah, allowing homophobia to go un unpunished. Anyway, today's trivial crime took place at a party held in this very house that we usually do podcast recordings in. The time. Sometime in the past. I'm not good with dates. The location. This very house. Apart from not this very house. I feel like I'm repeating myself. The host was a man known as Ragu Keshavan. That's his real name, by the way. Yeah, I know. How to describe Ragu? Um... Indian, brown-haired, male. If I could sum it up in all one word, it would it would have to be spectacular. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, wait. Bespectacled. Yes, he wears glasses. <laughs> I, yes, I remember now. Um, anyway, this ragu fellow was hosting a barbecue. At that time, I was attempting to go vegetarian as part of my personal quest to end the planet's catastrophic climate change. So far, results on both ventures. Oh, don't worry. Mother Gaia has a plan. Okay, <laughs> great. I'll tell you what. Just just do it right in the middle of my line <laughs> next time. And then, just be great. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Uh, so far, um, results on both ventures have been mixed. <laughs> what great timing. <laughs> now, I understand that being a vegetarian... Wait, can you run through that again? Because I, I literally didn't I'm get really it. I'm really confused. 
At that time, I was attempting to go vegetarian as part of my personal quest to end the planet's catastrophic climate change. So far, results on both ventures have been mixed. Now... Now, I understand that being a vegetarian at a barbecue is in and of itself a trivial crime. Being a vegetarian at a barbecue is essentially like being a monk at an orgy. You aren't allowed to get involved, no one wants you there anyway, and you end up leaving with nothing but a sad erection. So I make sure to bring to this party some veggie sausages to accommodate my inconvenient self. Lovely. Well, not lovely. A bit cardboardy, but adequate. I pop four of them on the grill and go and mingle. The only other people in the garden were two unknown women speaking to each other in French, so I decided not to bother them and went inside, coming out periodically to turn the sausages over. Twenty minutes goes by. It's time for me to eat my sausages. I open the barbecue lid and see two of my sausages. Ah, I think, there they are. There are my boys, my cardboard boys, looking good and ready. Right, well, (laughs) let's start moving them old eyeballs around and start looking for the other two. But, to my abject horror, the other two were nowhere to be found. Now, I'm sure that you're expecting me to now throw my toys out of the pram here and get into a big hissy fit, but that's an old Jack you're thinking of. I'm better than that now. Look, it's a communal barbecue. There's a bunk... You're shaking your head, man. I don't think you are better than Oh, no, man. This story will show. Don't call me that. Hey, man. (laughs) Karen. Look, man, it's a communal barbecue. There's a bunch of drunk people peace and love someone clearly just took them by accident these things happen jai guru deva om <laughs> listen what, what i'm having mean, i'm having an aneurysm that's what it means in hindi <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> the om is not actually a word it's just the noise you make when it you're just, having an aneurysm it just om. means please help <laughs> like jai guru deva. om is hindi for 911 <laughs> <laughs> i go back to the party and i mention the sausage mystery to our dear friend ula that's her real name, by the way. Mm. Yeah, I know. Um, Ula goes, oh, that's funny. I was out there like 10 minutes ago and these two French girls asked me if they were my sausages. Okay, despite my newly found zen state of mind, I will admit that I'm starting to get the first pricklings of a rage-infused cluster migraine <laughs> come panic attack at this point. But with a steady, slightly quivering voice, I respond, oh, really? What did you say? <laughs> Ula goes, well, I said no and that they were Jack's sausages that he'd bought specially. Those bastards ate my sausages. And I tried so hard to be zen. Oh well, it was fun while it lasted. What is the fucking point of asking who owns the sausages when you are going to eat them regardless of the response? Why ask? Literally, why would you ask? Why not just steal? What they actually did was brazenly promote their upcoming crime to passers-by. Innocent passers-by. Far from covering their tracks, they actually went out of their fucking way to make tracks plus they clearly knew what they were doing was wrong but they put up about as much resistance to their unholy urges as their forefathers put up in 1940 against the nazis and that is the true trivial crime that is the real trivial crime here committed committed by these blatant anti-semites because obviously (laughs) stealing my sausages is a crime and has been reported as such on multiple occasions to both the British and French police forces both of whom are ignoring my calls the trivial crime is the shameless act of asking the question when reality there was no answer that would have stopped them from carrying out this most heinous act there is no shame no covertness 
No attempt to at least do the decent thing and somehow silence Ula. They had thought <laughs> they could get away with it, but little did they know that I have the might of a sparsely listened to podcast at my disposal. <laughs> Subscribe to us. <laughs> like us. Follow us That's on Instagram. That's all we have time for this week, everybody. Can I, can I just say oh, this? Can I just clarify? Are you saying that these two girls who stole your sausages committed crimes equivalent to that of the Vichy government in no, France. I'm saying that they put up as much resistance to their ah, urges see, to, to be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this, as their French father was like, oh, maybe we should put up a fight against the worst force <laughs> known to humanity that is a ideological um, a situation where they want to kill all of people just because of their religion. What? Oh, no. Okay, maybe not. I regret what asking so much. Fuck the French. Uh, let's just go to lunch. <laughs> is it... Is it just me, Sebastian, or do you reckon that the statistics on who listens to our podcast reveals a big fat zero for France? <laughs> Certainly now. <laughs> so we've got Nazis and homophobes. I do think Karen... Oh, yes! Well, that's a title in and of itself. <laughs> Karen is essentially a sausage stealer mm. in her own way. Where to make it about you? Um, <laughs> just... I do, I do like um, when people ask questions and that they are not interested in the answer to. Whatsoever. Oh, but th- there is a very reasonable explanation. Oh, okay, I'll for talk why later. They, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you shut the fuck up. There is a very reasonable explanation for why they asked Ula because they wanted to make sure that the owner of the sausages was not in the vicinity. Oh, so they were covering their tracks. Damn it! Before committing the that crime, that makes a lot of sense. Because they were about to they do were it. About to do oh, it. Oh, ragu! So this is why, why I'm the judge. That doesn't, ex- that doesn't exonerate them. No, it doesn't. It just makes a slightly different crime. I might edit it out, to be honest. <laughs> <what you said. laughs> oh, I thought you meant your entire story, which I think would make this episode tighter. Yeah. <laughs> just personally looking at it. Two of two of, I can honestly say the most exhausting emotionally stories I've ever heard. Uh, wait, I said I got the I got the words in that sentence in the wrong order. Hey, the you most did, emotionally you're doing, exhausting hey, buddy, you're doing stories great, I've ever okay. heard. You're doing fine. Not, not keep great. Going. Maybe stop drinking. Let me take a big old sip of this here beer and we can move on to punishment. Because the last drunk episode went so well. I oh. thought it was pretty funny. Were you pleased with how you came across on the podcast? Bear in mind, you do not remember it. I was not as pleased as I thought I would be mm. because... Yeah. Um, I definitely thought it was way funnier when we were doing it. Yeah. But then I still thought I was very funny. I just have higher standards than bog standard. Right, guys, okay. can we just anyway. can we just clean up the cum and then? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, when in your story, you, at some point you said a cum panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> can, uh, can you ex- can you elaborate on that? Yeah, it's um, why are you why uh, are can you, you can you not panicking about with no, with no. cum at the same time? Oh, cum. Oh, you meant the Latin cum. Okay. No, that's not how you say it. A, yes, a it rage is. infused. You don't say the word cum when you're saying the Latin what, for with. Well, like a kitchen cum dining room. Kitchen cum dining room. Cum dining room. Yeah. You're the asshole. Yeah, man. you are definitely the asshole. And but an educated asshole. We've never denied that. Rage infused cluster migraine cum panic attack. No, I think cum that's. Panic attack. I, I think that's fine. I also think it's funny if you say cum panic attack. I mean, because I have cum panic attacks all the time. <laughs> it's a good way to get out of a panic attack. <laughs> I'm being sympath- more. I'm being sympathized with Karen. No, um, usually when I have a panic attack, I come anyway. I'm definitely sympathizing with Karen now. Uh, can we move on to punishments? <laughs> Please, for fuck's sake. God. I thought. You know what? I'm going to level with you. I didn't write a punishment. But I thought of something very elaborate. Mm. 
I want Karen to become Baron. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Baron, Baron Karen. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm laughing at this and also in my head just going like, is this a joke or is this just true? Yeah. That I will make her Baron? No, that she <laughs> is Baron. Maybe that's why she's no, so she obsessed has, with productivity. She has fertility. Two, two little rat children oh, of her own. She doesn't need any more then. Yeah, so that's why I'm striking her, her Baron. Okay. Baron so from, from now so it's, on? It's actually, it's a relatively trivial punishment because she realistically won't have the need to. But Thank if she you. Ever did, yeah, there you go. Don't know why I'm bailing you out here, bro. I don't know, resting his case in very dubious waters. And thank you, Baron Karen. <laughs> I want them both for the rest of their life uh, to once a day be misled by verbal red herrings. So if they lose something, they'll say to their friends, oh, have you seen my phone? And they'll, one of their friends will go, oh, what, like a black phone? And they'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. And they go, no, no I haven't seen it. <laughs> or a job interview, them being like, um, just looking at... Uh, it's so fantastic to meet you. I'm just looking through your CV. You are so much more qualified than anyone else that we've had in today. It's absolutely fantastic. You seem like you'd be a great fit for the company. Um, we would happily pay you more than what you've asked for, but we're just not going to give you the job, I'm afraid. Sorry about that. <laughs> Fuck's Being it. proposed to on a beach. Oh, no, I was just tying my shoe. <laughs> oh, my God. When I wrote it, it did tie in a little bit more to their... Crimes, but I can't. No, I think the crime is that they, they they misuse the power of language to do something that was mm. that should not have been done. And if people misuse the power like of language, Brexit. yeah, I mean, I agree. This is why I can't read because that bus no effect on me. Mm. The bus, what? There was a bus which had some words on it apparently, which were instrumental in causing Brexit. It's like, do you expect that people should follow you when you go on these little? I feel like everybody should know what I'm talking about. And if they don't, like, it's just talks about bus for a second. You just though. went into a bus. You said about Brexit. You know what? I'm the judge. Jack, I you win. I associate yeah. Brexit with bus. I agree with Sebastian. Jack, you win. Oh, really? <laughs> Fucking full of shit. Oh, I'm sorry, Baron Karen. We'll and get him next time. Ladies and gentlemen, I am very sorry that you have had to learn what a piscine is, uh, given that our clientele are incredibly unlikely to be as fabulously wealthy as Sebastian to be able to afford one in South France. Thank you. From a homophobic South African. But as this as this is the penultimate episode of Series 2, you will have to live with it like the rest of us, you sad shits. <laughs> Write into us at butterflyspodcast at gmail.com if you have any stories or any comments about the Vichy government. Instagram is Butterflies Podcast and our Twitter is Butterflies Pod. So you should follow those. Yeah, something. I think there's like a button. Click. Or just search them. Check that they're there. Yeah. Just at us on Twitter if you see someone acting in a trivial bullshit way. <laughs> Love you. <laughs>